0: live in New York. This is WYOY Weekly News. I'm Chris Barlow. Our top story this week is the Republican vow to repeal Obamacare. But first, it's time to check in with the nation's favorite new reality show, Presidential Apprentice. Yes, it's the national talent search to find the straightest, whitest men who can unflinchingly deliver cabinet briefings to a president who isn't even pretending to pay attention while he tweets at Alec Baldwin. This week saw the president-elect fill several high-level cabinet positions with retired generals who will offer both leadership and experience when they declare a military junta in 2018. One general not affiliated with the military is Oklahoma Attorney General Scott Pruitt, who has been tapped to lead the Environmental Protection Agency. Democrats blasted Pruitt as a climate change denier, but Republicans insist that he is uniquely qualified to head the EPA because he is currently suing the EPA. Huh? Yeah. And besides, it's not like this fall was the hottest fall on record or anything. In other news, this fall was the hottest fall on record, beating out the previous record that was set way, way back in 2015. You know, because all this climate stuff, it's just cyclical, right? Right. Well, before moving on, I do have a correction to issue, and it's a little embarrassing. It seems last week during our Presidential Apprentice segment, I incorrectly stated that the Hamburglar had been appointed to safeguard the nation's strategic hamburger reserves. This, of course, is a ridiculous statement, because we all know now that the Hamburglar has been appointed to head the Department of Labor. The famed fast food industry insider is against raising the minimum wage and in favor of an aggressive policy towards clowns. Still no word on whether longtime Trump ally Grimace will be appointed to head the VA or the Department of Agriculture. Taking a look now at our top story this week. Speaker of the House Paul Ryan and other congressional GOP leaders repeated their commitment to repealing Obamacare, despite a slew of reports that suggest such a move could destabilize the entire healthcare industry. The Speaker insisted there would be almost no immediate impact to regular Americans, describing his plan as repeal and delay, a legislative tactic wherein the party would pass a repeal and then immediately delay it until they can figure out what the fuck they just did. Yes, repeal and delay, it's guaranteed to have zero impact on the average American, so long as the average American doesn't need to go to a hospital anytime in the next decade. That's because the current plan to repeal has been projected to create 22 million additional uninsured Americans by 2026, costing hospitals anywhere between 165 and 267 billion dollars. That's a loss that has many hospitals coming out against any repeal that doesn't come with an alternative plan already in place. But hey, you know, maybe you aren't sympathetic to hospitals, and I get it. I mean, nobody likes a life-saving institution. (laughs) Well, then another analysis published this week shows that the Republican plan would raise health insurance premiums and decrease competition between insurers and could more than double the number of Americans without health insurance, bringing the total to nearly 59 million, which is 9 million more than the number of uninsured uh, Americans before Barack Obama took office. And I know that sounds bad, but it is hard to put that number into perspective. So let's look at it this way. 59 million Americans is more than one in four Americans, or over 1,000 NYUs worth of highly contagious college students, or nearly 1,700 green points jam-packed with uninsured brunchers. Hmm? So if the possibility of 907 park slopes worth of screaming children and their raw milk-drinking parents sounds alarming, well, let's all calm down for a minute because, you know, The GOP could always surprise us and pass comprehensive health care reform. Or, more likely, peace-loving aliens could come to Earth with their magic cure for all diseases. Closer to home, Mayor Bill de Blasio took a more aggressive stance towards the president-elect this week, demanding that the federal government cover more than $35 million that the city has already spent turning Fifth Avenue into the world's first open-air TSA security line. So far, Congress has promised only a fraction of that amount, but the NYPD also let a mentally unstable woman make it to the 24th floor of Trump Tower this week, so hey, you know, I guess you get what you pay for. (laughs) The de Blasio administration also announced plans to stop collecting data from New Yorkers who are applying for IDNYC cards out of fears that the Trump White House could use the data to track down and deport undocumented immigrants. Now, still no word on whether City Hall will use their so-called kill switch to destroy IDNYC data already on file. But as one of 900,000 card-carrying New Yorkers who already has an NYC ID card, I'd like to request that Giuliani's stormtroopers round me up and send me to Guantanamo while it's still cold out. That'd feel nice. I do have some good news in the local events, though. Uh, People have been really concerned in New York recently about a shocking spike in hate crimes since the election of Donald Trump. But a recent Politico report found that the overall number of hate crimes in New York this year will likely come in lower than the overall number of hate crimes in the last presidential election year. So there you have it. People are just as terrible now as they were four years ago. Sweet dreams. And in media news, Self Magazine announced this week that they'll be eliminating their print edition following the shutdown of your sense of self and the elimination of all your remaining self-esteem. Now we have time for a quick look at the weather, and you know, it was the hottest autumn on record, but I'm told it's snowing in some places now, so I guess China's finally given up on that whole global warming hoax. (laughs) Ha ha ha. Well, from New York, I'm Chris Barlow, and that's not even half the shit that happened this week. But if you want to get me to talk about the other stuff, I mean, if you really want to get me to go on about Pizzagate, huh, well, then you're going to have to get me really, really drunk. And I suggest you get drunk, too. And then join me back here next week, where I'll have even more news for you, here, on W-Y-O-Y. Oh.